Welcome back to another episode of Let Love Be Your Guide. My name is your host, Dominique Chantel, and I will be guiding you through this amazing experience, this life journey. And so thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast, for supporting my channel. I am so grateful and thankful to each and every one of you that have been listening, that have been sharing and commenting. So as you, you know, we are in a series this month, very intellectual. You know, you are a wise woman. And, and in order, again, for you to continually to display those qualities of a wise woman, again, I want to just inspire you and give uh, get you to see what a wise woman possesses, okay? You know, we all aspire to be a virtuous woman. We, these are characteristics of a virtuous woman, you know? And so um, I just wanted to share with you what I thought was insightful and what has moved me forward in my life in speaking about the story of Ruth and Naomi. And if you have not got a chance to read their story, it's a, a story of dedication. It's a story of loyalty. It's a, it's a special bond between two women in the Bible. And one was a Moabite, Ruth, and the other one was her mother-in-law, Naomi. And Ruth stayed loyal to Naomi, even in the midst of depression, in the midst of grief. And that's a word for somebody because sometimes, you know, you, your friends are going through things and you're like, uh, sis, stay over there with all that negativity. But it's a difference between when you know somebody is going through something and, and you decide to stick by their side. I talked about it in the last episode and being a wise woman, you have to learn to be loyal to your friends. You know, there's a proverb that says, if you want a friend, you be a friend first. And so um, that's what this focus is for this series. So if you haven't already, I will go back and read their story. It's a beautiful story of, of sisterhood. And so I just want to bring it to you and, and again, share those characteristics that I think that that I know that um, are characteristics of being a wise woman. OK. And I know many of us are single or married, but the thing is you can display these characteristics no matter where you are in your life, no matter where you are in your walk. If you're single, if you're married, um, dating, again, that's still considered single. Um, if you're engaged, um, so that's not considered single. <laughs> um, but wherever you are in your walk, these are just, again, things that I deem as what I pull from the text as a wise woman. So let's go ahead and go get into the episode. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that like button and subscribe to this channel. If you like the content, you like what you hear, you like what you see, subscribe to the channel and um, tell others about it as well. Okay. So I just told you a little bit of backstory about Ruth and Naomi. It, again, it's a beautiful story of devotion and a friendship. And so, um, what I want to say is that um, it's so important to be wise in our decision making. The reason why I'm focusing on this, um, being wise, a wise woman, is because we need to be better at making decisions, especially if we want our lives to be better. And here are, again, 
some characteristics that are going to push you forward, propel you forward to be better, to get better, um, to make better decisions in your career, your finances, and relationally in your love life, okay? And within friendships as well, okay? So again, sis, you are intellectual, part three, the Wise Woman series. All right, so I'm coming out of chapter three. Again, go back and read the story. But another thing that I noticed in the story of Ruth and Naomi is that she was obedient to her mother-in-law. So I know a lot of times, I know for me, it's, it took me a long time to listen to the words of my mom. You know, as I was growing up, and I'll be honest, I was like, I can't wait to get out of my mama's house, right, to pay bills. She always tell me what to do, always saying this and saying that. Right. But if I would have heeded the words of my mom, I truly believe that some of the things that I went through, I wouldn't have went through. <laughs> Isn't that? So we don't always have to learn through experience. I'm a firm believer that, that some things we can glean older women. And Naomi Ruth, I'm sorry, was obedient to Naomi's words. So in this passage, if you read the story, uh, Naomi told Ruth to go to the threshing floor um, because Naomi, Ruth had been gleaning in a field. She had been basically um, gathering crop in a field of a man named Boaz. You all probably know the popular story of Ruth and Boaz. And she told her, go to the threshing floor and you'll see Boaz there, and she would not have received her Boaz. She would not have received her blessing. So again, this is a message and a message. Like we have to be wise, um, especially if we're waiting for that man of God. If we're waiting for a man that loves us, that's gonna love us the way God intended for him to love us and treat us right and be responsible and respectful toward us, we have to be able to listen to wise counsel and we have to be able to recognize those characteristics of a man who fears the Lord. Bottom line, okay? So um, she was obedient to Naomi. She went to the threshing floor that night because Boaz would be there. Um, again, uh, Naomi knew too, because of Boaz's character, that he was not going to do anything to Ruth that was going to compromise his value or integrity. And so when I first read the text, I'm not even going to lie. I was like, wait a minute, Lord. So you want Ruth <laughs> to go in the middle of the night. Well, not even in the middle of the night, but at night <laughs> to this man's house, to the threshing floor. Like my mind starts to <laughs> go to a, a place it ain't supposed to go. I'm like, okay, what happens at night? Let's just be honest. Um, you engage in activities that you should not be engaging in. Um, <laughs> we're going to be pure, right? And so I'm like, she shouldn't be going to his, to his house that late at night or going to the threshing floor that day, late at night because something is bound to happen, right? But no. Naomi knew Boaz's character as a man thing to devalue. And that's the thing. Um, a man who loves you 
and a man who is for you, who is God fearing, who's treating you right. He he is not going to do anything that's going to devalue you. You. He is not going to do anything that is going to hurt you intentionally. Okay. Um. And so Naomi knew that, and she sent Ruth there. And also Naomi also knew Ruth's character. She knew that Ruth wasn't going to engage in any activities that would basically. Um, put her in jeopardy of losing just the the purity, you know, and, and just that that virtuous woman title. And so again, we have to make sure that making those wise decisions we're aligned. We know who is to be in our life and who isn't. We have to know the character of people. Okay, if here I'm just gonna go go here, but. If you know somebody's character is, again, a liar, a cheater, nine times out of 10, when you engage with that person, they're going to be that same way. But again, because Naomi knew both of the characters of of Ruth and Boaz, she was okay with sending her to the threshing floor that night to actually see him. Okay. So want to keep put that out there. All right. So, um, she was obedient. Next, um, ladies, ladies, let me tell you, not just being obedient, but she was humble. Okay, she was humble. And um, I just want to expound on this word humble. What does humility truly mean? Because if you look it up in Webster's Dictionary, it'll say thinking of oneself in a low position. But uh, I believe, and I know this to be true, if we go back the root word of humble, so it, it comes from um, humilis, and the root word comes from Latin. It's a Latin word, um, which means earth. And when you say humus, that means the earth, and that means to be grounded. Um, and with that, it means to fear the Lord. So I put my spin on it, and I mean to to say to be humble means to stay grounded in God. And it means, it doesn't mean that I am better than you. And I think of myself in a low position. Um, but when we focus on our purpose, we are taking up our space in the world and we're fulfilling what we were put here to do. So humility to me means staying to the ground, staying grounded in God. And taking up my space in the world. So doing what I was put here to do. That's what humility really means. And so um, again, I'm still in chapter three. Um, Ruth was, she was a humble woman. And even even Boaz points that out about her. Um, she was a humble woman. She remained grounded. She took up her space in the world. She knew who she was. Um, and so and trusted ultimately was what God was doing through Naomi. And so I want to just stop and say this. Um, please don't think that humility is weakness and humility is you thinking of yourself in a low position because it's not. Again, that Latin word goes back to being grounded, grounded in God, right? And so we have to remain grounded. So make sure that you are taking up your space in the world. That's why it's so important to know your purpose. Know what you were put here to do. Know what God has put inside of you. That's what you are to be discovering. 
You know, um, there's a reason why I say why you keep jumping from job to job, why you keep going from person to person, why you keep jumping from friends to friends, because you're looking for something. You're looking for um, validity. You're looking for something uh, because your 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 mind, your body, your soul is yearning for your purpose. It's like, what is my purpose? What am I put here to do? When you know your purpose and you get aligned with your purpose and you know what it is, you'll know who's for you and who's not for you. You can have judgment and say, okay, I'm not going to mess with that group of people. I'm not going to mess with her. I'm not going to mess with him. Oh, that opportunity is not for me because it's not going in the direction of my purpose. Is it helping me? Is it going to help me fulfill my purpose or is it not? And we can make decisions off of that. That's why, again, this series is so important. We have to make better decisions. We have to make wise decisions. We can't just be doing stuff. Just say, oh, I'm grinding the grind. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm making this money. You know, no, like, is it helping you towards your purpose? Are you grinding toward the right thing? You know, um, so for me, um, I, I'm grinding, I'm creating my book, okay? My podcast helps me um, with my book. And so this is purposeful for me, right? And this is my purpose and I'm living it out, all right? So that's the thing. Um, again, she was humble. Um, didn't mean to go off there, but she was, she was humble. Um, she knew what she was put here to do. She knew that she was grounded and Boaz knew it as well. And so, um, she had humility. So make sure you are being humble. Okay. Next. Okay. And so responsibility, something when you are responsible, it means you take ownership of it. Like you have to do this. It's not a choice. That's not what's, what responsibility is. It's not a choice, but it's it's basically something that you take ownership of and you say, I, I have to do this. I must do this. She was responsible um, um, in what, again, her... Uh, when she sent Ruth to the threshing floor, again, that she would not give her body away to Boaz. Naomi knew Boaz to be a kinsman and redeemer. That means he would basically, he could be the one to redeem the land and take on their land and take Ruth as his wife and his integrity and everything else would be intact. Um, she didn't have to worry about what the misuse, again, of of Ruth because Naomi knew Boaz's character. She knew that Boaz would not demean her, would not devalue her, would not even lay a hand on her, try to touch her in that manner. Um, so Ruth went and did as she was told. She was responsible. Question for you. Have you been re responsible with what God has called you to do or has told you to do? Or maybe you have a mentor, somebody that you seek counsel from. Have you been responsible with what you have been given? And that's what God is asking you. And he's like, have you been responsible with what I have given to you? But get this. Boaz was responsible as well because it said he did not send her home in the middle of the night. Get this, ladies. Come on with me. Okay, he, character. 
Let me tell you, Boaz, your Boaz will protect your character. Your Boaz knew if he would have sent you home, and it says this when you study the text, it says that Boaz knew that the church folks was on top and gossip about her if he sent her home in the middle of the night. Come on now. <laughs> that sound like modern day <laughs> drama at night. You know, you're like, Ooh, what was she doing? <laughs> Same thing. Boaz wanted to protect her character, so he did not send her home in the middle of the night. Okay, I'm going to just be real here. If a man send you home in the middle of the night, he don't care about you. Why? Why are you sending her home in the middle of the night? Okay. If anything, yes, you need to be driving her home in the middle of the night if she got to go home back to her house. Or if she decides to leave in the middle of the night, okay, that's her deciding to leave. But shouldn't no man be sending you home in the middle of the night? No, ma'am. Okay. If he cares about you. Okay. That's just my take on things. All right. Because he would not want anything to happen. He would want to protect your character. He would want to make sure you are protected. And again, circumstances are different. So Boaz wanted to protect her character. So he didn't send her home in the middle of the night. Okay? Um, yeah, he was responsible. He was responsible. He knew that he was responsible for her heart. Boaz knew that he was responsible for protecting her character, for protecting her. And I feel like that's a message too. Your Boaz is going to protect you at all costs. It don't matter how much you get on his nuts straight him. He's going to protect you. Okay. Um, ooh. Thank you, God, for that. You know, we have to pick men again that are that's going to protect us at the end of the day that are our protectors because that's what we want as women we want to feel protected okay um last but not least so we're still in the same the same chapter chapter three um ruth was prepared ladies okay so you got to be prepared we have got to be prepared in order for us to receive anything that God has coming to us. We have got to be prepared. And so in being prepared, that means sometimes we walk through seasons and we go through things and we ask like, Lord, why me? But why not you? I've said this before. If you get something before it's your time to get it, it may end up being a burden and not a blessing which it was intended to be. And so let me show you how she prepared for Boaz. So Naomi instructed Ruth to, she said, put on your best garments, your perfume. And Ruth followed Naomi's instruction. There is power in listening to our elders and wise instruction. Had Ruth never did the things Naomi told her to do, she would have been husbandless 
She would have been childless. She would have been purposeless. Ooh. Naomi knew that Ruth stepped out on faith. Mm. And she sent her to the threshing floor. Again, Ruth obeyed. And Boaz took her, took Ruth as his wife. And they had a child. It's important that we know. So Naomi assumed her purpose. She took up her purpose. Okay. It's important that we know our purpose and know who should be with us. Hello. Had she not prepared for Boaz, this moment would have never happened. She wouldn't have never had no husband. Okay. I know because I prayed this prayer like, God, where's my Boaz? When you, you gonna send him? <laughs> Where he at, Lord? Chat. Okay. Because I pray for my Boaz, but we have to be prepared. Okay. Um, you have to be willing and open and trust God that he is preparing you and he wants to pros prosper you and he wants you to be wise in your decision making bottom line God is preparing you and in all these characteristics all these things that Ruth did it prepared her for her husband I didn't even mention the fact that um next week I'm gonna discuss to go to work in the field listen ladies we can't be afraid to work okay I'm not saying like if your husband makes the money and you're sitting at when you're at home taking care of the children that's work okay you you have to have a working mind she had a working mind she was working. She worked. She contributed to the household. Let me say what I am against. I am against a woman who thinks that she sits at home and does nothing, don't cook, don't clean, <laughs> don't work, don't take care of the kids, got nanny. That I'm like, I guess I don't, let me just say that I don't identify with that type of woman. It's like a wise woman works. A wise woman is business minded. And I'll talk about this in my next episode. It's the truth. I'm sifting this information again through scripture, through what I know to be true. And so, and again, if you have purpose in God, God puts you here for a purpose he did not put you here to sit at home and just do nothing you have a purpose whatever that is whether it is helping people again whether it's starting again maybe you have an app an idea an app that helps homeschool children but there's a purpose there's a purpose sis okay all right so make sure you pursue your God-given purpose. Listen, y'all, we're going to be finishing out this 
Wise Woman series next week. And I'm going to be talking about the Proverbs 31 woman, the virtuous woman. Okay. She was virtuous as well. And so as we, that's what I'm going to be talking about. Um, we're going to be finishing up this series again with the virtuous woman. We're going to be going through that text and talking about it, bringing out more characteristics of a wise woman. But know that we have to start being, embodying these characteristics and being who we were called to be in God if we want to live a purpose-filled life, okay? Listen, I love you. If this message helped you in any way, if it resonated with you, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the share button. Share so you can help me get this message in front of as many people as possible, okay? I love y'all. Be blessed. And until next time, may you always, I mean, may you always let love be your guide in life today, forever, and always. Love you. Bye.